Hi, this is Grant, and thank you for listening to our show. If you enjoyed Admit It, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps others find our show. Hey, Benedict here. This podcast was produced entirely remotely during a pandemic. Here's a conversation between our lead actors, Jillian Ruvalcaba and Jay Lee, on this unique process. If you like this kind of behind-the-scenes content, be sure to subscribe or follow for more. You can also email us or tag us on Instagram at Admitted Podcast. And now, Jillian and Jay. Hey, uh, my name is Jillian Ruvalcaba. I'm playing Olive Martell. Hey, I'm Jay Lee. I'm playing Alvin Moon. <laughs> His last name is Moon. I really enjoyed this process. I haven't done like voiceover professionally or like in any project, maybe for like something small in film. Um, so this was really fun. I was really just like interested to see how it was going to come together, um, especially reading with other actors through Zoom, because I again, I was just worried about the technology aspect of it and things crashing. Um, but I don't know how you felt, Jay, but like it was really fun when we got to improv with each other through Zoom and really just like have fun with that um, and find like little hidden gems like throughout the script. Um, it, it did feel organic to me because it was in real time, even though I wasn't seeing your face, hearing your voice, I could still hear your energy and what you were bringing to your character of Alvin. Yeah, I, I, I think we've had kind of conversations along this line before, but I, you know, something that's come up a lot is that, um, where, you know, the, the limitation of, of just having the audio also gave us some freedom in terms of the, the structure, you know, cause we had, we, one, once we figured out the technology, you know, aspect, and that was a bit of, <laughs> that was a bit of a learning curve. <laughs> Um, some some of us recording in stereo as opposed to mono, you know. That all didn't. right, all right. Um, no, no one, no one named in particular. Just you know, as, <laughs> as an example. But be, because you know, we had the the scripts in, in front of us, mm-hmm. and which is not to say that we didn't prep them in any kind of way. Mm-hmm. But because they were in front of us, we all of a sudden. Um, for for me, I felt unburdened about like having to figure out, you know, what's the what's the direction of each of the the beats and all that, mm-hmm. and I have to like keep that all in my head. In addition to okay, I need to make sure that I stay in frame here and then do this, and then make sure that I that I lift the the mug to the, to this height as opposed to this height. You yeah. know, I didn't have to do to to think about any of that. So it in a weird way i felt there there were times that i felt more present you know with you or any of our other you know wonderful actors mm-hmm. than you know another like like an on on set situation it reminds me there's this there's this one podcast called do you listen to this podcast called on being no ooh it's um, ooh do, t- on do being. tell uh, yeah, ooh. So it's um, it's by this woman named Krista Tippett, whose whose training is as a as a journalist. Mm-hmm. Um, and a few years back, when she was first getting into radio, her show was called something else, and then they decided to change it to On Being. But they the the premise of the the show is that she interviews people of all sorts of professions. So she'll have 
Um, she does have like philosophers and poets, but then also like physicians or activists and um, people who are really deeply um, engaged in the work that they're doing and mm -hmm. have been doing it for a long time. And then she just straight up, straight up asks them questions about like life. What is, what in your experience, what have you learned about the meaning of life? Like she, that's straight up just a question that she'll ask yes. people. Uh -huh. And then they kind of just have a conversation around that. Um, but anyway, the, the reason I, I bring that up is that um, I, I, I sometimes like to listen to the unedited conversations, which are, mm. you know, the show usually runs for an hour, the edited version, but then she does the 90-minute unedited conversation. Mm -hmm. And she always tells them, you know, we, we always, you know, we only, only do this through radio. Um, we're, we're pretty keen on not having, uh, we're, we're always excited about not having people in studio with us because, um, I, I, I'm always curious about what can be communicated with the human voice. And I, I've always really loved that she, that she says that to her, to her guests, but that's kind of what we were doing, you know? Yeah. And I, I didn't feel like I had to, to push vocally in any kind of direction to like, be more expressive or more emotive yeah. because it's just all there it's, when you're yeah. with the other person and, and responding. Wait, I have a question. Can I ask a question? Kind of as a, as a follow-up? Because <laughs> how, how were... So you and I were both have landed in like the or are in the entertainment industry track mm -hmm. right and you yeah. know so much of the the show is about you know what are you going to do in college how are you going to make make things work there and and that pressure is very real i think for for high school students who are applying for colleges so what was that like for you and, and your parents oh my god that was yeah by the time uh, senior year rolled around i was like what am i going to do with my life because i'd made like short films for like class but nothing like huge. We didn't have any like film classes. And when I asked my parents, I was like, what if I go to school for theater? They're like, no. But I was like, what about for film? My dad was like, yes. Wow. Uh, yeah, and I think it's because my dad went to USC for poli sci. And so he saw the film kids and thought they were cool. And he was like, yeah, that's like, that'll be a better career for you. Um, I didn't think I was going to get in at all. Like taking the SATs, ACT, like that was just hell making all the video applications. I was just stressed. Yeah. But thank God I got into USC. But how was it for you? How was the, how were your parents? Were they like supportive? Uh, not, yeah, not, I mean, it's, it's really interesting hearing your, your, you say that your dad was okay with you going into film, but not, not into theater. But not theater. He was like, which is, which is, no. I don't, I, I guess that in a way it makes a whole lot of sense because people who stay in theater, you know, generally have a hard time making, making ends meet. Um, for for me, you know, I, I think this is kind of a, a similar story to a lot of people with, you know, parent, parents who are immigrants, but um, my parents certainly were not keen on the idea of me going into any kind of a, a liberal arts, well, I shouldn't mm -hmm. say liberal arts, arts direction, but um, into into a creative career path, in other words. So it's, it's interesting because mm -hmm. my mom's like, you can go to this college and be an English major and then go into academia, but like you going into like acting is, is just no, is, is a little poo poo. And so there was, <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of pressure for me to not do it. Mm -hmm. And I think eventually, you know, after months of, of pushing against that pressure, you know, they were, um, I either twisted their arm or they saw that it was um, at least a, 
a real enough curiosity for me to pursue it that they were like, okay, well, you can just give it a go, but you have to major and double major in something that's a little more conventional. Mm -hmm. And that second conventional major ended up being um, narrative studies. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Which, yeah, which uh, as, as this collective might be aware or unaware is like a is kind of like a watered down English major a little <laughs> bit but that's kind of what I wanted to to do anyway I wanted to double major in English but it just would have been too many credits that I had to fulfill mm-hmm. um, yeah I don't think that they they were really even fully on board with the um, the acting thing until I, I booked my first job and then they were like oh so you can like make a living doing this. Like, oh, so yeah, this is for real. I mean, I guess, I guess just what I mean is, I, I've, I've stuck with doing this because I, I really truly love it and believe in it as, as something that's that's worthy of, of a life as being a life pursuit, and mm-hmm. I, I do it for those reasons. But it kind of took something that was just so concretely monetary for my parents to be like. Mm-hmm. Okay, this makes sense for you. <laughs> Their eyes were opened once yeah. they saw the check. They were like, "Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can live off of this." So lame. <laughs> but that's awesome that you still like you pushed back and you're doing what you want right now. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's wor- it's been working out. So yeah. I'm I'm lucky. I'm very fortunate. Yeah. Jillian, do you act much? Me? Um, yeah. I've been, me? me? Uh, I've been in like a couple like short films at USC, and I do want to act um, probably like more comedically, because um, yeah. I do, I'm in a sketch comedy troupe, and I love, love, love that, and I want to keep doing that once the pandemic is over, and after I graduate, I would love to go to like UC, well, I guess if, if UCB is still open, or Groundlings, or right. Second City, and just to like do more improv classes and sketch and writing labs. Um, Cause I just, I get enjoyment. Cause I do want to obviously like direct and like be behind the camera, but I don't think if I had any like outlet to perform, mm. I just like get a little antsy. Mm. Um, Cause you I write? do, I do love it. Um, just a little bit, you know, every, I don't, I'm not like writing a feature, but I'm yeah. trying to write stuff. <laughs> Jillian, tell us all, what do you, what is it that you're, you're, um, aspiring to, I mean, you're, you're, you're in production obviously, but what, what else is the, what, what are you hoping to, to find your niche in? Yeah. In the um, it feels like a large order, but like write, writer, director, actor, I think that would be really yeah. fun. Um, particularly like with comedy, um, cause this whole world is just so damn sad. I just want to, just want to laugh at some people. <laughs> so, a, you know, that's a really that, noble that's, thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. I really I really You're, do feel that, you know. Yeah. I personally can say that I had a blast working on this. It was just so much fun to 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 play and to to try things and to go back and revisit things and mm-hmm. even now we haven't seen each other in like 2 or 3 weeks and we're yeah. it's, you know, it's so so good to see you and Grant yeah. and Benedict and so um just for that very reason, I think it's just something that's worth sharing and I think having people maybe be be a part of. Yeah. Yeah, we had... I had so much fun with this. I was telling Grant, Benedict, and Jay this, I think, a few weeks ago. Oh, my gosh. But I feel like right now, where I am in school, at least in the production track, I'm directing a lot and I'm not, as, I'm not performing as much. And this was just so needed in quarantine when there's not a lot of opportunities um, to really be creative or... You know, there's not as much drive just because there's Zoom fatigue and everything. This was really something to look forward to. 
and just it was it was just like the best outlet during this time and we had again like jay said we had so much fun and i can't wait to share this with everyone <laughs>